my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to remember that you usually don't have to talk about issues that you know will derail the conversation or send certain people in predictable directions. You can choose to avoid these issues and the stress and discord that goes along with them. If you're going to poke the bear, be sure there's a good reason for poking the bear. Otherwise, let it go. You probably know family members, friends, or colleagues who have beliefs or habits that you disagree with. You probably know people who immediately get tense or riled up whenever particular topics come up. It happens to all of us. So here's an idea. You can just choose to avoid these topics. I'm not necessarily talking about obvious hot-button issues like politics. If any time your neighbor hears the phrase youth soccer, he launches into a lecture on how soccer is more dangerous now than when you were kids and provides copious statistics about the prevalence of concussions, don't mention to your neighbor that your daughter's at soccer practice. Just refer to her after-school activity. If any mention of snow sets your sister off on her battle with the township over the order in which roads are plowed, maybe just don't talk about the weather when you're making winter small talk. Likewise, if your boss launches into a tirade every time you mention the two-week lead time that the communications department now requires for everything except crisis communications, just don't bring it up. Be sure you get your draft to your boss in plenty of time to get his approval, so you can send the text to communications for layout and design with two weeks to spare. There is really no need to poke this bear. Now, that's not to say that there aren't times when it's productive and necessary to have difficult conversations. If someone says or does something hurtful to someone, you can and should be an ally and speak up. If someone seems like they might potentially listen to calm arguments against a particular conspiracy theory that might be actively harming them, well, by all means, you can try. But there are also a lot of times when you can simply sidestep hot-button issues or issues that aren't hot-button for anyone else but are for that particular person. When bringing up a particular topic will only cause drama and distress without any positive benefits, just don't do it. Don't poke the bear if you are not actively prepared to deal with the bear. And of course, here's the flip side of this. If someone else raises a comment that you find provoking, you can decide not to engage. 
When I'm in groups with people who are new to parenting or better yet, expecting their first, and they announce that they will never do X, Y, or Z and don't see how anyone could do X, Y, or Z, I tend to just let it go and trust that life will deliver its lessons soon enough. No need to go into it. You can also use pocket phrases to foreclose discussion about the contentious topic. Oh, Joan, you know we disagree on that, but I love how passionate you are. Are you going to the virtual high school parent orientation next week? Or, I think lots of people have different perspectives on that issue. Are you guys doing anything for spring break this year? Unless you are talking with someone who is particularly dense or belligerent, the person you are talking with will probably understand your intentions here and move on. Again, I am a big fan of hard conversations when they are necessary. I am also not a fan of being a doormat or shying from conflict. And there are some people who really love a good argument, and there are also times when it's called for. Some people like to form small discussion circles with people who have different politics or different worldviews, precisely for how interesting this can be. Really, it can be invigorating and force you to hone your arguments and examine what you believe. But there is a big difference between seeking that out and just making conversation while you're waiting to pick up your kids at karate. In life, we should choose our battles. When everything's a battle, we burn ourselves out, rather than holding our fire for when it will really matter. So today, be intentional about what topics you bring up, or how you respond when people mention something contentious. You don't have to poke that bear. You can often get what you want in life by ignoring the sleeping bear and quietly walking past. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey listeners, I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.